0: Beginning to sense a trend here, ladies and gentlemen, with the show, as uh, I'm doing part of this before I leave for work, and I will be finishing it up after I leave for work, or after I leave from work, uh, after work, I have lessons tonight, so it's roughly 8 a.m., uh, 8.06, judging by the clock on my computer, it will be roughly 8... 15... When I come home, this is going to be my long day, which is a bad thing for the podcast. But that's what it is. That's how it's going to be. Let's just go. Uh, time is of the essence. What has happened since the first? Let's see. Well, not a whole lot. Um, on the first, we had some Saga Frontier from me, Return to Castle Wolfenstein from Scarlet, an Epic from Scarlet, some Ocarina of Time from Scarlet, and God of War from Scarlet. Uh, burning heroes from me and seven days to die from ragnats uh, talk to jade a little bit he reared his head um, jade's got a strange work schedule sometimes and um, he's been a little just uh, you know how you get so he's got some stuff he's going to be working on here soon and he will be back which is great we miss jade um What else? New Mystery Science Theater, new music for me, and new soundtracks in the forums. And as of today, actually, I should probably get started on that because I didn't do it yesterday. I got busy. Um, <clears throat> we're going to have... Uh, this will be the last of the Mega Man's. Um, I'm gonna be uploading the soundtrack to Mega Man The Power Battle right now. Right now. How much is that? That's much better. Um, I didn't check the first time I started working on these. Hello, phone. And, um, I ended up with, like, four gigabytes of videos because it was, like, an extended version so every track was over half an hour long. We don't, we don't need that in our life, so I had to take them down and re-edit them and everything else. So Mega Man Power Battle will be the end of the Mega Man. There's one more game, Mega Man and Base, but it's going to go up as Rockman and Forte. Uh, because that's how it's going up. Deal with it. Uh, other than that, nothing new. Um, Coolio's getting ready to send me a batch of stuff. We're not going to have any big updates to the site this go-around. Um, but if you are a watcher, user, listener of the site and whatever, and there's something that you've seen that probably could stand to be addressed, do let us know and I will pass the word on to Coolio, Mega Man the Power Battle, and, um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll take it from there. Uh, let's, let's hit the rest of the show now though, because it's time for the rest of the show. Since the beginning of time, the forces of order and chaos have been engaged in an eternal struggle to decide the fate of all creation. In Diablo II, Lord of Destruction, you'll become part of this struggle as you follow Baal, the last of the prime evils, into the barbarian highlands of the north. You'll face a series of challenging new quests to prevent the vile minions of the underworld from destroying the world of Sanctuary. This expansion to Diablo II features more weapons, armor, magical items, and character classes. Everything you need to fight the new monsters that await you. And this is, as you probably heard, Diablo 2, Lord of Destruction, the expansion set for Diablo. In this playthrough, we went through as a druid, which is not my class of choice. And uh, pretty obvious in the playthrough that that is the case. Uh, I, I really like this game. I think Diablo 2 was the best of the Diablos. I uh, played a little bit of three, and, eh, and one was... One did a fine job, but two fixed everything that one needed to do better. So uh it's very long. Let you know that right now. We did go through all five acts, plus a bonus episode for Cowtown. Twenty-eight episodes all in total, most of them at or around an hour. Uh you won't find a whole lot interesting. just gonna tell you that right now, because it's pretty standard hack and slashy action RPG. But if you never played as a druid, think it can't be done, well, you can find it here, I suppose. review game you know, I'm going to be really glad when I don't have to do anything with this game anymore. Um, it's spelled one way on on the game, in the cart and then it's spelled another way everywhere else and it's all because of uh, one space. Um, and it has been such a pain in the neck to find anything that has to do with the game because of that. Uh, I found the PC version right off the bat no reviews for that had to go and dig for the Genesis version even though They're spelled the exact same way And there's just a handful of reviews for this Um, We're gonna do this one Because I can just tell you right now. It's a short one, and that's all we're gonna do Uh, Sega the master of originality A decap attack review by Joey is so weird. You know, like in Blossom. I have reason to believe that probably only one reviewer has played the game not on a ROM besides me. That's okay. I remember playing this game many times as a child and I had a lot of fun, but having trouble. uh, A lot of fun playing, but having, but having trouble beating me. Sorry, I'm trying to do like three things. Sorry. So, sadly to say, I never even got to a boss as far as I remember, but I played the game enough to review it. Sega is the king of making unusual games, fun games, and disappointing games. There's a wide variety of games by Sega. This game is one of those unusual original games. Probably only Sega published this because everyone else thought this game was going to be a disaster. They're probably kicking themselves. Now enough with the history lesson, I have to use... enough of the 799 words that I have. The plot is probably what you call common. Chuck D. Head has to go through this fun side-scrolling adventure to destroy Underworld. Well, dead people whose leader is Max D. Cap. That's not that common, but the people from Hell part is. The graphics are pretty normal for a Sega Genesis. It has its faults and it has its lack of 3D graphics, but that's okay. The sound is probably one of the best features in the game. The sound is very great. When his eyes pop out, it makes this very nice noise that reminds you of watching Cartoon Network or WB Kids during the 90s and early 2000s in the dark. The music is very clever and great to listen to. Not repetitive and annoying like some games might be. The gameplay is fun. Yes, it may be just some side-scrolling adventure, but it has many features to back that up. There's many ways to get rid of your enemy. Jump on them, but be careful because you might get hurt if they touch you. When you jump on them, you can see the enemy's upper part of their body sticking out. Move towards them or jump on them again to see them turn into bones. Or you can do this. Use your eyes to stick out and hit them. Or this. When you hit a statue, you get different potions and things. When you get a head, you can throw that head at someone and that head will come back towards you. Wow! So many heads. Overall, this game is pretty fun. Reviewers rating, 4.5. Outstanding. Oh boy. Am I glad I picked this one. Here's... let's Let's just start. Um let's start while I go and find out. I'm I'm setting up an old laptop to um I'm I'm putting XP back on it so I can start playing some games that are sixteen and thirty-two bit that way I'd, well i why have a virtual machine when I have the real machine, right? Anyway. Sega the Master of Originality. Oh boy. Um so um He never got to a boss, but he thinks he's played it often enough to review a game. Imagine never making it past World 1, 2, in Super Mario Bros., and then saying, Alright, I think I got this. Let's go write a review. You didn't even finish... Do you know what I mean? Uh, So, strike one... Sega is the king of making unusual games. Sega didn't make this game, so that's Strike 2. Um, Vic Tokai made this game, and and Decap Attack isn't even the original. That's the funny thing. Sega, the master of originality. Decap Attack is a reskin of a different game. Um, let me pull up. See, spelled different here. Uh, da 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 da. da, da. The game is a westernized version of the 1990 Japanese Mega Drive game Magical Hat no Botobi Tabo Daiboken, Uh, with character, graphics, characters, music, and level designs all being changed. Flying Turbo Adventure was based on an anime of the same series, Magical Hat, uh, for which the license was not obtained outside of Japan. Both are updates for the 1988 NES game Cool Kid and the 89 Master System game Psycho Fox. Decap Attack. We got Decap Attack because we couldn't get the license for an anime so they changed the graphics, characters, music, and levels and everything instead of just, they made a game at that point. We got Decap Attack because we couldn't get the license for the anime outside of Japan, but Decap Attack is completely and totally changed from that original game, and both of those are even quote-unquote updates of two other different games. So tell me again! about Sega being the master of originality. Oh boy. I thought this game was going to be a disaster. Apparently not because there's nine different versions of the game. None of them are like any of the others. Uh, Now enough with the history lesson. Your history lesson is so non-history and non-existent. That is your third strike, Joey. Sit down. The plot is probably what you call common. Well, let's go and look at that wiki again. Because I've tried to forget this game. This is not very good. Here's the plot, according to Joey. Chuck D. Head has to go through this fun side-scrolling adventure to destroy Underworld. Oh, dead people whose leader is Max D. Cap. That's not that common, but the people from hell part is. Uh, he didn't mention that anywhere in the paragraph. So, according to the wiki, Chuck D. Head, a headless mummy created by a mad scientist, Dr. Frank N. Stein, and his assistant Igor is sent to defeat Max Decap, a demon who has returned from the underworld with his army of monsters to conquer the surface world, splitting a skeleton-shaped cluster of islands into pieces in the process. After reforming the scattered islands to normal and defeating Max, Chuck sluggishly returns home, where Stein rewards him by transforming him into a real human. Uh, oh, here, differences. Gameplay remains similar between the two games, albeit the graphics, characters, music, and level designs have all been changed. Also, in Magical Hat, players are killed if they are hit once, while in Decap Attack, players can choose to have up to four hearts for a total of eight hits per life. Though certain situations, such as touching lava or falling into a pit, will cause instant death. Flagpoles that can restore health in Decap Attack increase lives in Magical Hat. Um, graphics are pretty normal for the Sega. Yeah, they're not great, um... Could have been a DOS game. Well, it was released on the PC, I suppose. Sound is one of the best features. You know, I find Sega music, Genesis music especially, really, really grating and really, really harsh on my ears. Same with the sound effects because it is essentially just MIDI files, um, and and the Genesis didn't have. I mean, there is good music on the Genesis. It is just played badly. Um, <laughs> Cartoon Network or WB Kids during the 90s? Ooh, boy. Um, how old are you, Joey? 12? Because this this reads like a 12-year-old thing. Well, we'll come back to, to more of that. Uh, gameplay is fun? Not really. This game is really not that good. Um, the only thing it's got going for it is the sense of humor, which is even then not very great. Joey, your review sucks. You've written 41 reviews? How do you have time? How do you have time? Just trying to fill up the minimum amount of letters. (laughs) Let's see. Uh, Joey thought Pokemon Yellow version, special Pikachu edition, was not that great. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants Revenge of the Flying Dutchman was better than that. The Rugrats movie was just as good as Pokemon Yellow. Chicky Chicky Boys uh, and Sonic the Hedgehog, five hearts, um... Getsu Fumaden four hearts. Journey to Silius, four and a half. Mitsumegaturu four hearts. Kirby, 64. Five stars. The Nintendo 64, five stars. Pokemon Snap, five stars. Pokemon Stadium two, four and a half. Star Wars Episode One Racer, three. He liked Smash Brothers. He liked Xena, the Warrior Princess and Tigger's Honey Hunt. Oh boy. Uh, he gave us a one and a half heart revu- review for RuneScape. Uh, But a 5 heart review for iSketch. Uh, Need for Speed Carbon was average. Liberty City was average. Metal Gear Solid Portable Ops wasn't worth $20. The PSP web browser got really good ratings. Um, Breath of Fire good. Donkey Kong Country good. NBA Jam good. The Super Game Boy good. Super Bomberman good. Wii Sports five stars. Uh, Halo Combat, good, Bioshock, very bad, Sonic for the Xbox 360, very good, Perfect Dark Zero, uh, yeah, wow, Joey, I I don't know what to make of you, Joey, username, Joey, user ID, rookie, account created, last visit, oh, well, he hasn't been on GameFAQs for three years, so, that doesn't help us much, does it? Games Joey is so weird is now playing SOCOM US Navy SEALs Fire Team. Oh Joey. Oh Joey. It is that time of the show where we read the news. Did you know that even baking soda can be dangerous ladies and gentlemen? Absolutely. And let's tell you why. Almost all law enforcement agencies in America use the Scott Regent field test when they discover powder that looks like cocaine. But the several agencies that have actually conducted tests for false positives say they happen up to half of the time. In October, the latest victims, a husband and wife truck driver with spotless record and Pentagon clearances, were finally released after 75 days in jail awaiting trial for baking soda that tested positive three times by Arkansas troopers, but eventually negative by a state crime lab. Why do police love to test? It costs $2. The truck drivers had to struggle to get their truck back and are still fighting to be re-cleared to drive military explosives. Unclear on the concept, folks. Activists told Vice Media in November that 100,000 people worldwide identify as ecosexuals, ranging from those who campaign for sustainable ingredient sex toys to those who claim to have intercourse with trees, but sanding the bark for comfort might provoke concern about being abusive. A University of Nevada, Las Vegas producer studies the phenomenon and knows, for example, of humans who marry the earth or prefer sex while rolling in potting soil or under a waterfall. On one Arbor Arborphilia support blog, a female poster regretted her choice to have convenient sex with the sycamore outside her bedroom window instead of the sturdy redwood she actually covets. And yes, some mainstream environmentalists somehow are not completely supportive. As you have heard me say on this show many times, you do you. I Can the tree consent? I don't know. Uh, the continuing crisis, folks, if you see something, say something. Okay, it's not that hard. Ricky Barry and his roommate walked into a CVS store in Richmond, Virginia in November to ask if it carried sliced cheese, but were told no. Minutes later, all of the employees walked to the back of the store hid in a locked room and called the police. Barry and Pal, and a third customer with a toothache and desperately needing Orajel, were bewildered by the empty store until a Richmond police officer arrived. After observing that the three customers appeared non-threatening, he mused along with Barry that, quote, this is how weird apocalyptic movies start. WRIC-TV reported later that the employee who panicked and called police will, quote, possibly need retraining. Go to your local CVS, ask for sliced cheese, and see what happens. We don't have one here. I would have to go to Walgreens. But I don't want to. Groundbreaking legal work in October, a court in Australia's Victoria State began considering an appeal on whether three deaf people might be too intellectually challenged to have planned a murder. The prosecutor offered surveillance video of the three in the lobby planning the murder's details via sign language as they waited for an elevator to take them up to the eventual crime scene. Just because you're deaf doesn't mean you're stupid. Pigs are such complex animals that scientists are studying how to tell the optimists from the pessimists. British researchers, writing in a recent biology letter, described how proactive uh, porkers differed from reactive ones, and, as with humans, how their particular mood at the time distinguished them as glass half full rather than glass half empty. Unaddressed, of course, were specifically whether some pigs were actually optimistic that the shoot at the slaughterhouse might lead to a pleasant outcome. Also, why do we need to know? Questionable judgments, folks. The Schillerbronn water park in Kansas City, Kansas, got the message in November and shut down its world's tallest water slide. 17 stories, riders reaching speeds of 60 miles per hour after a neck injury death of a 10-year-old rider in August. But comparably, altitude-obsessed architects in Tokyo said in November that they were moving ahead with proposals for the next Tokyo 2045 to include a one-mile-high residential complex, twice as high as the current highest skyscraper. A spokesperson for Principal Architects, Cone Peterson Fox, said he realizes that coastal Tokyo, currently in earthquake, typhoon, and tsunami zones, would present a climate change challenge and especially since the building would be on land once reclaimed from tokyo bay that just sounds like great planning alright. also tokyo currently in earthquake typhoon and tsunami zones at one point and and might not be again but currently yeah jeepers uh, t- continental drift doesn't happen that quickly the ironies, ladies and gentlemen, San Diego police officer Christine Garcia, who identifies as transgender, was turned away in November as she attempted to enter the Transgender Day of Remembrance at the city's LGBT community center because organizers thought the sight of a police uniform might upset some people. Garcia herself was one of the event's organizers. And a chick magnet named Gary Zerola was arraigned in Boston in November on two counts of rape. He's a defense lawyer, former prosecutor, one-time, quote, most eligible bachelor winner, and was a finalist in the first season of ABC TV's The Bachelor. He was also accused of two counts of rape in 2006, but acquitted at trial, and another in 2007, but the charge was dropped. Most eligible bachelor. A little perspective for you. It was only a quarter million dollar grant by the National Institute of Health, but what it bought, according to budget scrutiny by the Washington Free Beacon in November, was the development of a multiplayer computer game. Inevitably competing for attention in an overstuffed commercial market, hoping to teach good reproductive health habits. Catechus Quest employs role playing as doctors, policymakers, researchers, and youth advocates, and others to solve medical mysteries and epidemiological challenges or crises. Excuse me. The target, according to the University of Chicago grant proposal, is African American and Latino t- teenagers around Chicago. It's an idea. Probably not a good one. I mean, we all remember how great Captain Novelin was. How to tell if you're drunk. Play Captain Novelin. If you win, you're drunk. On November 16th, Richard Rusin, 34, was charged with a DUI in St. Charles, Illinois, After he drove off of a street, going airboard, hitting close to the top of one house, rebounding off of another, uprooting a tree, sending it onto a roof, and knocking out out electricity to the neighborhood when the car clipped a utility pole guide wire and his car landed upside down in a driveway. Richard was hospitalized. And Alan Johnson Sr. of Meridina, Connecticut, was driving a tractor trailer up Interstate 89, near Williston, Vermont, on November 2nd at 63 miles per hour when, said state police, he apparently tried to stand up in the cab in order to change pants, enabling the rig to roll over. Johnson registered .209 blood alcohol. It was about 9.30 a.m. The man had a busy day. Our least competent criminals. um, Not the ones we've already talked about, oddly enough. Gwinnett, uh, Georgia police know exactly who they like for the November 3rd armed robbery of an Exxon convenience store. Mr. Queris Holland, 29. That's because the manager told police Holland had been coming by as a customer every single day for six months. He is still at large. Our second story, I have a gub. Sick. The FBI was offering a reward for tips on their subject in heists at four Boston area banks in November Though the man has eluded them so far, at least one issue plagues him. Each of his hold-up uh, notes announces that this is a roberry. A roberry. Uh, the passing parade, Simon Barry, no relation to the roberry, 24 of the English village of Bray, was recently recently acknowledged by the Guinness Book People for his bungee drop of 246 feet to precision dunk a biscuit into a cup of tea and a sign posted recently apparently without fanfare at the castle house Inn hostel in stockholm sweden warns visitors quote it is a criminal offense to smoke or wank on these premises wank by the way is a british slang for self-pleasuring i don't know why you needed me to tell you that i don't know why it made it into the article i think everybody knows that the sign contains the familiar not permitted circle over a crossed out item But just the cigarettes. How do you police that? I wonder. Uh, Our news of the weird classic from February 2013. Cliché come to life. The Kerry, Ireland Court uh, County, excuse me, uh, County Council voted in January to let some people drive drunk. The councillors reasoned that in the country's isolated regions, some seniors live alone and need the camaraderie of the pub, but fear a DUI arrest on the way home. The councilors thus empowered police to issue DUI permits to those drivers. Besides, they reason the area is so sparsely populated that some drivers never encounter anyone else on the road at night. Coincidentally, or not, several of the five councilors voting yay own pubs. It's my kind of place. And that was the show. How about it? Kind of funny how that happens. First it has a beginning and then a middle and then an end. It's kind of like comedy, uh, according to Billy West, who might just be one of my favorite voice actors of all time. Not particular for the voices he does, um, but just the way he approaches voice acting is very good. Much better than some other people I could name. Steven. Steven. You know, guys like me who voice act but only have really one voice that they can give to every character. Steven. Some of us don't try to make a career out of it. Steven. That being said, I want to thank you for listening to the show. Um, had a little meet up with uh, Matt from the Still in Beta podcast a while ago. Uh, he's actually thinking about getting into reselling some NES games and had a couple games he wanted to test. So we met up, um, good news. Princess tomato and the salad kingdom works great. Bad news. That is an expensive game. So I won't be picking that one up. Uh, maybe, maybe good news. The Mad Max game he had didn't work very well. Um, But I bring Matt up because Matt works on a podcast over at the Nintendo Fever site. And there's been a little talk about a little, at least, kind of trade-off interview kind of thing. Maybe even an occasional collaboration. I don't really know. We'll see how it goes from there. So keep your eyes and ears open for that. And check out the podcast over at Nintendo Fever if you remember Still in Beta and you liked the stuff Matt did. Um, Might not be you know, a bad idea. Uh, I want to thank everybody again for listening, contact the show at all the regular stuff, Facebook, uh, email, Jason at low bias gaming.net, uh, Twitter, uh, low bias gaming over on Twitter, um, the forums, the website, YouTube, all that stuff. Point, point your browser to a search engine and type in low bias gaming and you will find a way to contact us from there. I'm working Kind of on a better layout for the electric leftover site. To kind of, I, I don't really know. I don't really know how I'm gonna do the thing. I I like how we've got it set up now. Um, I'm I'm just working on stuff. I'm just working on stuff when I have some time, which is not very often. Uh, by now, um, I think we're gonna be ready to move on to some new projects. Uh, I might just go ahead and kind of drizzle things out throughout the rest of the year and start the first of the year fresh. Maybe take a little time off for myself, you know, because we're going to have my birthday and then like the week after, like right in between Christmas and New Year. So I'll still do the podcast, but I might not put out any videos. I'll uh, I'll at least get the finale of Burning Heroes up uh, for sure and my monthly for sure. And uh, we'll go from there. I guess. Thanks, everybody. I'll see you later.